What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. You still smell like Thai food from yesterday. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It happens, right? When you eat Thai food or Indian food, it will always, like, it doesn't matter how many times you shower, brush your teeth, you will always smell it coming off. Or Subway. Yeah, Subway is, you walk in that store and you smell like it for days afterwards. Yeah. Subway is one of those foods where... If you eat it or you go inside of Subway, you have to wash your, well, at least for a female, you have to wash your hair. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to smell like Subway. Because when I come across somebody, I could tell instantly if they've been into Subway recently, just by the way that they smell. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if it's the onions or what is it about Subway that's like that. Well, it's funny. Their sandwiches just taste just like how it smells in there. I know. And like, it's not a good thing. I don't like Subway. No, it's a, all their sandwiches taste that way. So it's not like it's anything. It's weird. Yeah. All their sandwiches actually taste the same. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and today I wanted to talk about the number one question that you should ask yourself if you want a li- to live a happy life. And it's not a question that I had ever heard of before until a recent training session that I had in my current coaching program. And They talk about this concept of onlyness. Onlyness. Have you ever heard of that? Mm -mm. Onlyness is what is it that you and only you can be and give to this world? Hmm. I want to read that again because I think that's an important question for us to stop right down and be able to think on to, to actually answer. What is it that you and only you can be and give to this world? And an example that my coach had given for himself was that he knows that he and only he can be and give to this world the gift of being the type of father that he wants to be to his children. And I thought that that was such a beautiful component. I know we had talked about the importance of understanding our DNA on Monday's episode. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. But it's also an important thing to mention here because Your DNA makeup makes it to where there will never again be another you like you on this planet ever, 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 ever again. You are the only one. And with that same topic comes this aspect of understanding that no matter what you do in life, there is never going to be anybody that does and puts this imprint on this world in the same way that you do. It will always only be you that has ever done that. And of course, there are similarities in our actions and things that happen to us, like the commonalities, typically the marriage, the kids, all of the the commonalities, but all the other things that make you this unique individual, the conversations that you have, the meaning that you bring into the world, the things that make you different, even if it's the simple interactions that you have with somebody. When you think about that, nobody else will ever have that conversation with a stranger in the grocery store on that day at that time that you did. It's it's only ever been you and it's only ever going to be you. And when we understand that, then we can actualize our onlyness a little bit better. And that's a deep question, right? What is your onlyness? What is it that you and only you will ever be able to bring into this world? Nobody else, only you. And this comes from so many, so many aspects as, as our 
our makeup and our upbringing and how we were raised and the education, the things that we've been exposed to, our life experiences. There's so much that make up our onlyness. And yet it's not something that I wish that we were taught that. I wish that we were taught to live within our onlyness, that we were taught to embrace our onlyness, to seek out our onlyness, and to learn to find that as best as we can. And there's a book that actually discusses this very thing. It's called The Power of Onlyness. And I'll go ahead and I'll link it inside of the description notes below. But I think it's important for us to be able to pause and to be able to reflect on. I absolutely agree. And it's a great concept. I, I've never thought about it. And, and it's something that one, and we have talked about this, we can only control what impacts us on a daily basis. And, and that could mean m- many different things, but it's something that if you represent yourself, your true self on a daily basis, you are representing your onlyness in many, many ways. And it's a, it's a really cool concept. I like that. I work with so many people that are suffering from depression and suicidal ideations and who have contemplated suicide in the past. And I think this is something that we could bring to the table in terms of the discussion around suicide. Because if ever we have found ourselves in a time of hopelessness, and helplessness in understanding that with the thought of taking that away, you will forever take away the only possibility of the individual onlyness that you bring to this world. You are doing such a disservice, not only to yourself, but to the rest of the world by deciding and choosing to eliminate that. And, and it's so true that we don't consider all the factors involved and kind of going down that field of depression. Like it's, I think we've, we've commercialized the depression so much over the years that instead of providing healthy options on how to address those issues, we medicate them like we do with so much in society nowadays. But there's, if we took it down to the, the base layer of the whole depression mindset is people feel less than and being able to approach these conversations in a different angle, especially like how you do in conversations with clients and, and other first responders. It's something that why do we feel less than, or why do we focus on that feeling of less than than feeling focusing on our onlyness or that, that, what we are actually giving to this world and what we're providing for our families and for our futures. Yeah. And certainly there are people who have depressive episodes who require the need of medication. And, you know, I think that it's important to be supportive of that. If that is the level of help that people have sought and to give appreciation for the fact that somebody has sought help if they have found themselves in that place. But I think even more than that, there are so many, There are so many things, and Clint, you talked about baseline, that we're able to get back to if we allow ourselves that self-appreciation. And the number one thing that harms that self-appreciation is a comparison factor. 
And what plays into the comparison factor is being able to pick up our phones and see that comparison factor on every single screen that we look at. You can't even see a commercial for fucking migraine medication without seeing a Kardashian on there being somebody that you're supposed to compare yourself to. And that isn't the truth. That isn't reality, right? Like, look at her. That's not reality. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) plastic is a type of reality. (laughs) I mean, the, the truth is that we need to understand how much is going against us being able to actualize ourselves and then to realize that we're we're doing it to ourselves if we become the servant and not the master of these devices and this technology and all of this propaganda that we're being fed day in and day out. You can't even drive down the main street in your town without seeing that propaganda, right? Like looking at a menu at your favorite restaurant, you see the propaganda. It's everywhere. And everybody is trying to compete in a race that doesn't exist. We all think that we're competing with each other, but what if we understood that we were only competing with ourselves in that onlyness? And it's the truth. It's the truth. And by understanding that, so much of what we deemed to be important, so many of those comparisons that we thought were were life and what we needed to achieve and aspire to be, it all goes away. And then when that goes away, Everything that we've been harboring ourselves with, everything that we've been allowing ourselves to be beat down with for so many years, it also goes away. It's almost as though society is conditioning us to be that depressed person who can never reach that target because that target never stops, right? That target can never be achieved when we look on the screen and we see the next new thing that we're supposed to be, the next new thing that we're supposed to emulate, but guess what? The reality is that a majority of that is enhanced. A majority of that is just a facade that somebody wants you to believe is real when the truth is that none of it is real. And because you think it's real and you don't know any different, you try to achieve it and then you forget who you really are. And if we forget who we are because we're trying to compare ourselves all the time, we're never going to achieve that loneliness. So I hope today you allow yourself to sit on that question you discover what that onlyness is for you and that you share this episode with somebody who might need to hear it too. If you have gotten value, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.